0: Grace be unto you and peace from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is the gospel lesson. You ever seen a lost child in a store? You can tell that anxious look, looking everywhere, maybe tears, or you've heard the announcement over the loudspeaker, we have a little girl here in a blue dress. We don't know her name, but she wants her mommy. Well, today we're going to talk about being lost. And then we're going to talk about being found. That sounds easy enough, except for the fact that sometimes we don't want to admit we're lost. The Pharisees and the scribes They took issue with the kind of company that Jesus was keeping, all those tax collectors and sinners. There's nothing that upsets a grossly sinful Pharisee like another gross sinner. And so Jesus tells this story. A shepherd has 99 sheep in the field. One of them strays. He goes to find the stray sheep. Now, the Pharisees, their problem was they thought they were the 99 good ones in the field and they would never go after a lost one. We are quick to condemn the Pharisees. We are quick to condemn their thinking. But how many times have we read this parable and thought, well, that really doesn't apply to us. We're found. This applies to some unbeliever that Jesus has to go and find. And so we wind up thinking just like the Pharisees. The fact is we are lost and we can get lost and do get lost, stray from our shepherd all the time. We are lost when everything else in our lives is a priority but being in God's house. We are lost when we sign up for an activity or a sport that we know will take us out of God's house on Saturday or Sunday, but we sign up for it anyway. We are lost when... We think we're found, and so we don't need to be here as often. We are lost when our children hear all kinds of things taught to them in the public schools that are contradictory to God's Word, and we don't sit down and talk to them about the truth of God's Word because we're too busy. Come to think of it, how long is it going to take? How bad do the public schools have to get before Christian parents bring their children back to Christian schools? In our own town, there is a school district that has a sex education curriculum that is so offensive and contradictory to God's Word. God's word, they're allowing people to opt out because they know it's bad. Or what about boys and girls going to the same bathroom or using the same locker room in the name of transgender? And when we turn a blind eye to all these things, we are lost. We are lost. We are lost when we allow the children in the house to make the decisions instead of making the decisions that are best for the children even if they don't like it. We're lost when the church offers all kinds of opportunities to grow in the faith Bible studies and we say no to all of them. We are lost when we don't set the example for our children by being in God's house and Bible class and Sunday school every Sunday. We are lost when, well, you fill in the blank. There are lots more. You see, when we read this parable, there's only one real response. To admit we're lost, that we have strayed, and that we desperately need a Savior. And that Savior promises to come for you and me. He comes to us first with His Word that touches our hearts and works repentance, shows us our sin, works guilt, shame, shows us we're lost. But then He comes. He comes with another word, a word of forgiveness. He comes looking for us wherever we've strayed. Listen to the powerful gospel words from Ezekiel. Behold, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and I will rescue them from all the places where they have been scattered on the day of clouds and thick darkness. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak. And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David." And he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David shall be prince among them. I, the Lord, I have spoken. And so the prince, David's descendant, did come. Jesus Christ As our shepherd, he came to find us. He came to bring us back. And he came with all he had. And he willingly died on a cross. And willingly shed his blood there. to rescue us, to find us, to bring us back. He went into all the places where we had become lost. He went into those places of our sin and our wrong-headed decisions and our chasing after earthly priorities. And he found us And He forgives us. And He puts us on His shoulder and carries us home. And the angels of heaven rejoice. Oh, He will look for us. He will pursue us. Doesn't matter how long it takes. He will come because He loves us. And no matter where we've strayed, He will find us Come to us with his word, work repentance, forgive us, carry us home rejoicing. God uses others in his ministry of caring and shepherding. We will celebrate that today with four teachers who for 25 years have wanted to bring the gospel, the good shepherd to the little ones. They have been dedicated to that task and we thank God for them. We have a shepherd. This day we confess we're lost but we also confess we have a shepherd who has found us. And He's so powerful He's conquered our self-righteousness and our pride and our thoughts that we can never get lost. And He's come for us and He forgives us. And you are safely on His shoulders. We confess we indeed are lost we confess our good shepherd has found us. Heaven rejoices today. And so do we. Amen.